And good morning, everyone. We are live on Facebook. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, I was busy answering a message. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes the bandwidth take a little bit, but you know what? That's all good. And that's why we have each other to back each other up. Normally I start the good morning, but Genji had went ahead and started it. And that is good because somebody has to be the eyes and ears when someone's not paying attention, which would have been me this morning. Monday mindset. Good morning, everyone. I am so excited about Monday mindset. I don't know something about the first day of the work week. It's not the first day of the week, but the first day of the work week. Uh, just everything we got going, what's going on, what do you got planned? Good morning, everyone. This is Naughty Boss, Lady Canna, a.k.a. published author with two sisters. Hey, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. So obviously, Monday Mindset and just want to give everybody a quick update on my, <coughs> excuse me, on my 75 hard. So I started this actually last Monday. So this technically is day number eight. And all last week up until Friday, I was doing a gallon. But I have to tell you, a gallon of water, which is 128 ounces, but I was doing five of these. So it ended up being 130 ounces. So, <clears throat> excuse me, a little over a gallon. I have to tell you, my stomach, my back, and my kidneys were killing me. So that was a big sign. Now, I want to urge and caution everyone, before you do something like this, always, always check with your medical care health provider, your PA, you know, whatever you need to do. That was a signal to my body that I, my body could not handle a gallon of water. <laughs> so now since Friday afternoon, I'm doing a revised version. This is my first water bottle of the day. Again, 26 ounces. Once I finish this, I'm gonna fill it up again, but I have to space it out. And this is about three of these, which is what I am supposed to drink per my weight per day. So I'm spacing those out. I feel so much better. So. I just want to throw that out there for anyone considering doing 75 hard. The that is true. That is so true because not everyone <laughs> to do that. Now, I think we do find, and I think even the medical profession will also tell you when you're younger, your, your organs, everything's working at a quicker pace. So you're uh, taking in, you're burning calories quicker and you're depleting and uh, dispensing things out of your body much quicker than someone that reaches, you know, into that middle age group. So I don't want people to get discouraged from doing different challenges. The difference is if you are in say an accountability group, a lot of people sometimes will say, well, if you can't do, you know, verbatim exactly what it says, you can't be part of the challenge. Do not let that stop you and don't let that intimidate you because the bottom line is you do have to pay attention. Uh, there's a lot of things that start occurring in your mid forties that you're gonna see much different than your mid twenties. Same thing with your mid fifties to your mid thirties. I always do like a, a 15, 15, maybe about a 15 year difference to 20 year difference. You're gonna see these changes and guess what? It's inevitable. It's how our body processes things. It's the aging process. So you have to be, you have to adhere to the warning signs. And just like Jan, 
I struggled through getting to day 43 last time. I really did. The last two weeks were, were, were hell. I was in extreme pain with my stomach. Did not even associate that it was the water until I did a little bit more research. And then I contacted my doctor. So, you know, he says, what are you doing? You know, you're in your 60s. What are you, what are you drinking a gallon of water a day? Your body can't, you just can't absorb it. Your body is not, your organs are not working as fast. So you want to make sure, but I'm also going to say that there are some, not a lot, but there are a certain percentage of people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s that can. But the, the, the funnel of those people gets narrower and narrower because of just of physiology and the way our bodies are made up of. So you can do, don't get discouraged. If you're in an accountability group, you share what you want to share, but do not think that you still not can't do a revised version and still feel success and still feel like, wow, I'm doing it and patting yourself on the back for a good job. Exactly, exactly. And two other things that I want to talk about or mention, and I'm not one to bring up perhaps, and I'm going to say that I've never brought up con controversial topics, but there are two things that I want to bring up, which sent me into a tizzy. Um, I haven't had a lot of time and I'm um, open up, Frank, honest to the T, okay? I have not had a lot of time to research these two topics, but <laughs> the first one I want to chat about is Fox 61, which is uh, the Fox News channel in Connecticut. A couple days ago, when I saw this headline, I'm like, what the flippin' flippity flip? I love the flippity flippity flip. Now, and I just want to also let our viewers and audience know, I do not know what these two things are. We have not previously discussed them. Right. So you're going to get my tank take right on the fly. Okay. So it says, Justin, the study also found the vaccine was 100% effective against the variant first discovered in South Af Africa. The variant study involved just 800 participants. And then the small tagline underneath, Pfizer says its COVID-19 vaccine protection lasts at least six months. Well, as I, I don't know whether we actually discussed this on air last time, uh, but I did chat with actually Gary about this because I have been doing some research. I, I've been hearing more and more chatter about those that receive the vaccine will have to get a booster. So they're referring to a booster shot from the, all the information that I've researched so far. And the famous, infamous flip-flop flounder Fauci, flip-flop flounder, flounder Fauci. I kind of like that. It's a tongue tie, but that's okay. Because he's a, he's a flip-flopper. <laughs> he is also actually chatted about those that got the vaccine will have to get a booster shot in six months so that this particular and, and he didn't specify which pharmaceutical company or which uh company actually he was referring to he kind of said it generically as if all vaccines which that's how i took it and all the information that i've read so my question is, and I go back to that, and I also go back to, 
and I don't want to get a sidebar because I know you got your second point, is that while I so appreciate President Trump being the you know really the forefronter of, of getting the vaccine available, ready in record time, and for those that really feel they need it, feel that they're in a certain category, your body, your choice. And that's what I love about our country, your body, your choice. From my perspective, if a virus, and we've already proven this, the actual true data is coming out about this China virus. And the fact is it has a, a little over 98% curable rate. So think about that. And from my perspective, if I know that there's a virus that's already statistically is now showing consistently that it has over a 98% curable rate, why would I get a vaccine for it? And again, my body, my choice, which is might be different from other people. So those are things that you have to weigh into and then you have to buy into or you have to buy into the theory that this vaccine that you just put your body through and some people have not said it's been pleasant, now have to do it again to have a booster shot in six months. Well, what's gonna happen in six months from now? Are they gonna tell you that, oops, you gotta have another booster shot? You have to think outside the box, put politics and that nonsense aside. You have to, where's the data? So go ahead. So, and again, I, I wanna state that this is like my point of view. I, I'm very concerned about that. And I respect people that have gotten the shot that have told me that they have gotten the shot and that's their decision. And I fully support my family and friends who go out and get this vaccine. It's <laughs> a personal decision. Now, my next topic is more, let's just say political. Okay. Okay, I have to take my glasses off for this one. Now, this was actually just sent to me right before we came on air. <laughs> and it's about our um, vice president. Okay. Um, Kamala Harris. Oops. <laughs> that was a little bit of a full bar. Okay. <laughs> Again, I just got this. I can't verify it, its validity. Um, but here it goes. I'm going to read it. Comment from Kamala regarding VA facilities. The United States government cannot continue to pay for every need of what has become a special class of citizen. Veterans are equal to us, not better than. Veterans affairs coddles them, <coughs> excuse me. It creates a dependency upon us, which is not doing these former soldiers any good. They need to learn to live on their own two feet and be responsible adults. The easiest way to assist them on this journey is to cut them off. Within these next four years, we will be shuttering the VA, taking away soldier welfare. The money saved will go to better use in assisting refugee families. These poor folks seek asylum with us and need a boost, and it is our responsibility as a nation to provide it. So here's a message to the soldier boys. Get a job. Are you flipping, flippity flip kidding me? 
Can I ask you a question? Where yes. was this the, the source from? What's the, the source source? was from uh, somebody that we know very well that is a veteran and receives this from somebody high up. So okay, so but what I'm asking is, you're reading a statement. Is it from a specific news article? Um, that doesn't say that. That's why I, and again, I want to fully disclose. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is real. I don't know exactly where it came from. I don't know the source or the publication, newspaper, what have you. I don't know that information. I want to be right. very clear about that. So what I'm going to do while we're, we're, we're chatting about that is I'm going to put Kamalia, I never pronounced her name right, Kamalia, whatever her name is, Harris, uh, VA statement. So let's see what comes up. Now, it did. It does say on the bottom of this that it was fact-checked, that this was and is real, shows more and more what we have today. Okay, right. So, so what it's basically saying, so everything that I, that pops up, but again, we know, we know, at least specifically me, I know how much I love a fact checkers, not uh, fact check, especially where it's coming from liberal sources. So uh, verify ABC, no, the vice president does not want to shut down VA facilities. Uh, but I'm not even sure that she's actually saying that in that statement. Kamala Harris misquoted in viral post. Fact check, no evidence that Kamala Harris told veterans to get a job. So again, it could be U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris and her husband delivered two baskets of cookies. Okay, now I don't care about the cookies. Um, so I, I don't know. So it's, it's so apparently it's from social media. And it's basically saying the quote argues that Biden administration will defund the Department of Veterans Affairs in favor of supporting refugee families and asylum seekers. So here's a message to the soldier boys, get a job, the post ends. A Facebook uh, user post the quote in false attribution on February 11th, and it made its way to the platforms to Twitter in re recent days. So it goes on and on and on about that. And so they're saying that there's actually no evidence that Harris ever said that. However, whether she did or whether she didn't, or whether there's, you know, we know just with, with even President Trump, how they will take a, a, a partial piece to it, kind of rechange it, revamp it, and come up with a whole new statement. That could have happened. See, I always like to, you know, open my mind to it goes both ways that. You know, there, there, there's there's dirty dealers on both sides of the deck. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And, and again, if indeed she did say that, that's a huge problem. But we don't know specifically that that she ever said that. Correct. And but the the sad part about that is when you take in for factual things that we know for fact happened that. Our, our National Guard was sleeping on cement, and yet refugees were getting put up at the Marriott and all these other different hotels. Those are facts. So as much as, you know, it sounds very drastic of what she's saying, it's I'm not surprised. Based on what's already occurred, that we already know that actually did occur, how uh, VAs, how our National Guard are not regarded in the highest 
mindset as our previous administration. So that goes without saying, they've already proven by that. The other interesting point that I would like to bring out, and, and again, you know, media is not gonna stop doing their pandering. There have been so many recent shootings going on in our country. And I find it interesting that if it is initially thought that it was a, you know, because everyone keeps bringing up race, you know, race is brought up into everything. They just, they, they want, they're all about segregation, not about unification. If it happens to be, if they, the perpetrator or alleged perpetrator happens to be, uh, they don't, they haven't even verified who the alleged perpetrator is. They automatically go into a uh, Caucasian narrative and then when they actually find out that the person is either Muslim or some other race, you don't hear anything about the story anymore. They'll change the narrative to about gun control. So there's a pattern here. And if people, again, put party aside and just kind of look at the, you know, what is going on in our world is a big orchestration of a bunch of shista. And all this orchestrated pandering is a, you know, I almost want to say it's like a play or a movie in action. And we don't know, we don't know what the ending is going to be like. And that also attributes to this whole thing on vax and getting the booster, mask, double mask, triple mask, children can't play with other children unless they're vaxxed. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Governor DeSantis of Florida, who has already very, in no uncertain terms, has stated that there will no there will not be any kind of vaccine passport going on in Florida. Uh, that's an invasion of privacy. And for those of you that are out there asking people whether they've been vac vaccinated or not, those that are non-vaccinated made a choice. Just like those that made a vaccine made the choice to get the vaccination, it's a choice. But it's also a medical choice. It's a medical procedure. Therefore, privacy comes into play. So when did we decide that we were going to come down to coming down to that type of mindset where we can invade someone's privacy and blatantly ask them, are you getting it or not? And then having all these cheering parties if you decide to get it. And then um, kind of putting the thumbs down the people that have chosen not to. Let's get back to human kindness. Let that be the guide for Monday mindset. Let's respect people's privacy, but let's also be open-minded to what is going on on the big people way above the little people that live here on this earth that are really controlling what's going on. They're controlling what you're hearing. They're controlling the narrative. And so many people are concerned about if they do this vaccine passport going state to state, how will they handle that? People won't be able to travel. I look outside the box and I do not believe, and I could be wrong, but my opinion is they're never gonna go to that length. It's too much work. Too, too much groundwork, too much taxing on the states. Many states will not go. Some states will go along with it, but many states will not. And I think people have to be open to that they're really trying to control your mindset in a negative way. They're trying to instill fear. Now what's happening? People are worried. How am I going to fly if they require that? How am I going to go from state to state? Jeez, will they ever? So the, the whole point of them with this narrative, in my opinion, is to continue the fear mongering. And, and in some ways they win that way, even though they might not go to the extent of 
what they're professing they're going to do. They're professing it to get a reaction from you, to put fear into you, to get worry into your world. You've got to stop that. You've got to clear out your mindset and look at the bigger picture and stop getting, you know, so much political or so much, you know, th this administration versus that administration. Look what they're doing right now and understand that part of the narrative is the fear factor. And what does fear create? We're following in the footsteps of German, Germany. Like, do you not, you have to look at the bigger picture, what's going on. And how do you do that? You do that with a really good mindset and you surround yourself with people that lift you up, that add joy. You look at, if you want to be that person that's constantly looking at politics and, and statistics and, you know, the, the virus and what they're doing and what they're not doing and the vaccine and what they're doing and what they're not doing. You have to look at it from kind of like take a step back and look at all views and understand that there's a narrative going on here. There's a hidden agenda. And are, are you... Do you realize and ask yourself, what are they really, what are they really up to? And when you remove yourself from the, the fear of what they're trying to fear you about, you look things at a different light. True. And which brings up an amazing podcast I listened, I think it was yesterday. It was from Dan Bongino. It was an episode that was played on April 1st. You have to if you ever listen to anything, a podcast, you know, try someone new, listen to Dan Bongino, this specific podcast that was uh, broadcast on April 1st, this past Thursday. And just briefly, <laughs> there was an interview, and I want to say it was from 30 to 40 years ago with a defected KGB agent, which actually took place. So he plays snippets of it to what this KGB agent is saying compared as to what is happening today. And all I will say so that we can move forward with our next topic is history repeats itself. Go watch it, listen to it. Bravo, and that is so true. History repeats itself, remember that. And when we say history repeats itself, doesn't necessarily have to be our history. Someone else's history, some other country's history could repeat itself in our country. And that's all I'm gonna say. Right, so moving right along. And we got started, wow. We covered a lot of topic in a short mm. amount of time. You know, mindset is kind of, um, it's almost like putting sometimes a recipe together, right? If you don't have the right ingredients, it's just gonna flippity flippity flop. So what I wanna share about that is now this could have ruined my morning, but it did not. My, <laughs> excuse me, my heart rate monitor, as I realized as I'm working, doing my kickboxing workout this morning was not operating properly. And, and initially it was like, oh man, like, you know, I'm working hard here. Like I, you know, even though I can't kick the bag, like I was just all in, you know, kicking the air, you know, doing my punches. And then I thought, wait a minute, I am going to practice what I preach and kind of take a step back for a moment. I am here working out at 5 a.m. So what that my heart rate monitor isn't working properly. I am kicking it. I am punching it with some amazing people and let's move forward. So I wanted to share that because 
really, it could have derailed my thought process for the morning. So have you ever experienced something like that <laughs> where you expect your morning to go one way, but one and really minute one little thing happened and I almost, the thought did enter my mind. I almost let it derail it, but it did not. Boom. That's awesome. And it, and it is so true that when you think of organization, when you think of mindset, like using the, the parallel of a recipe is so true because when you, you look at mindset, they're, they're, it just doesn't happen. You have to work at it, guys. And just like you, we have to motivate ourselves. We have to surround ourselves with maybe uh, motivation. Maybe it happens to be yoga. Maybe it's stretching. Maybe it's listening to a podcast, listening to the good vibe music, something that really just kind of relaxes us. We are a work in progress, but guess what? You are a work in progress. So mindset, which is paramount to anything that you do, just doesn't occur. You got to plan on it. You got you to make sure you have all the right ingredients and everyone's ingredients. How many times do you look at somebody who makes chocolate chip cookies? Of course, I'm going to use that as a comparison. And they all, some people have like the exact same recipe, but a lot of people also use different things. And why is that? Well, maybe somebody likes a little bit more vanilla flavor in it. Maybe like somebody likes nuts. Maybe some people like to use a sugar substitute. Maybe people are more conscious and, you know, their cholesterol, they're not using eggs. There are eggless chocolate chip cookies. So the point being, recognize what empowers you. Recognize what, what, what makes you feel good. Just like the radio station, like, you know, what your jam may get you really gone and it might be different from my jam or, J or Jan's jam, Jan's jam. Okay. So that's the point is we're all individual, but we all have to work on our mindset and our mindset recipe may be different and that's okay. That's good. But knowing that you may have to change the recipe from time to time because something derails it. Maybe that station that you like to play is not coming, popping on. You can't find that favorite song. Maybe you're really trying to meditate and try to get into that good kind of good groove and good vibe and your kids are popping in and out or the, or the wife or the hubs or whoever, you know, the alerts on your phone. So you have to know how to manage and how to pivot your mindset on a dime. And that's what Monday Mindset is all about is building up to getting you on that really good uh, forward motion on Monday that's going to carry you throughout the week, right? Absolutely. You know, recipes are specific. Well, let's use recipes again, baking versus cooking, because I technically am a better baker than I am at cooking, although I'm improving in the cooking arena. <laughs> baking is a very specific science. So I always think of that when I'm when I get derailed. So you need a half a teaspoon of this. It can't be a whole teaspoon. Although with sugar, I when I'm doing a recipe, I do drastically cut the sugar down. Amen. Right. So why not kind of put that toward your mindset? Hmm. Well, my heart rate monitor is not working properly. So does that mean that I'm going to not work out as intensely? Heck no, I still did. The point being that we all make choices and 
sometimes things will flip on a dime. So why not make it instead of flipping, you flip it. And speaking of flipping, which brings me to pancakes, by the way, <laughs> our uh, our oldest conversation goes. I love it. Our oldest sister Claudine. I was talking to her yesterday, and by the way, she makes terrible pancakes. I always bust her, tease her about that. And she said something about making pancakes, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, Oh Lordy, Oh Lordy, please, please let it be somebody else making the pancakes. She said mentioned that Cody was making the pancakes, so hopefully, and I'm sure that Cody know the code. So. <laughs> that has nothing to do about nothing but that was yeah that was our segment about nothing to do about nothing that is so cool well it is monday it is the first day of your week in the sense of work week getting it on school week whatever we know the first day was sunday which was easter we hope everyone had a blessed uh easter sunday however you celebrate and the cool thing about easter and a lot of people always always from a christian perspective think christmas is the most important holiday which actually it is not uh it is easter he is risen um you know for christians around the world uh it is the holiest day of our christian faith so we hope that however you celebrated it whether you're christian whether you're you're not does not matter that sundays are a day for celebrating family friends you know whether you're relaxing whether you're having a you know blown out holiday that is actually the first day of the week and that really sets the tone and i always correlated while sunday where that's a, a big day saturday night into sunday uh, a lot of people celebrate go to religious uh, their church their synagogue and why is that and i thought it brings us back to kind of preparing us for the work week preparing us for our life week and getting us on an even keel with the universe, with whatever that higher higher self, whatever higher being that you look to for guidance, for faith, for kind of really just just putting you in that in that moment of goodness. So whatever that may be, we 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 at two sisters hope that you had a great day yesterday. So really, you have you have. I look at it as you have two chances. Uh, to kind of really set the tone for your week, your your day of practicing your faith, whether it's Saturday into Sunday, and then you know using Monday Mon Monday mindset as another kind of backup filler. So you've got two chances to set your week off with passion, with doing good, with helping others, but also uh, scheduling time for yourself to make sure that you have all the ingredients for that recipe that's going to carry you out through the week. And with that, we wish you a great Monday mindset. We're super excited. Uh, do we, is our guest, we have a guest speaker, is it tomorrow or Wednesday? Or maybe it's Thursday. We have our guest guest speaker on Wednesday. On Wednesday. See, I messed up already. I got to look at my calendar. That would help. But we wish you, so we will see you tomorrow back for Triumph Tuesday. What did you triumph over? I had a lot of people triumphing over Easter because of the dreaded Easter candy. For a lot of people, that's kind of like one of those Halloween type days where you've got all the the peeps and the chocolate and everything's around you and you just want to eat it all but i i i was happy to hear from some some customers that were pretty excited about a new product line that we've got coming out and that were really uh excited they got a couple samples of really how it helped them 
not have those cravings. So we also, we're going to chat about cravings tomorrow. What did you triumph over on, on Triumph Tuesday? But with that, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nonny Boss, Lady Kayla, published author, with two sisters. Hey, everyone, it's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0, Mindset Monday, 75 Hard. Go out and make it a good one, and we will see you tomorrow morning for Triumph Tuesday at 8 a.m. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.